इट्स हेलोइन ओ माई गॉड इट्स हेलोइन नाइट आई मीन या इट्स लाइक आफ्टर ट्वेल्व इन अ नाइट सो इट्स टेक्निकली हेलोइन आई डोंट नो वेन पीपल स्टार्ट सेलिब्रेटिंग हेलोइन लाइक इज इट लाइक क्रिसमस लाइक दिस क्रिसमस ईव एंड देन क्रिसमस मॉर्निंग एंड ऑल दैट ऑल वेन डो पीपल गो आउट फॉर रिकॉर्ड रीडिंग द डे बिफोर हेलोइन और ऑन हेलोविन डे इट्स कॉल्ड ऑल हेलोज ईव राइट एनी वे वॉट एवर इट्स हेलोविन टू मी इट्स हेलोविन लाइक टू मी फॉर मी हेलोविन स्टार्टेड लाइक फाइव डेज बैक वेन आई स्टार्टेड बिंज रीडिंग लाइक ऑल द हॉर एंड स्लैशर एंड घोस्ट एंड ऑल दैट गुड स्टफ एंड टूडे today i have watched two scary movies that have been on my list for a while uh, how do you say it? hereditary yeah and midsummer so both are by the same director uh, ari aster and both are like they are like equally you know like critically acclaimed in the like movie society what do you call it like movie people anyway like they are both like people they all agree that both are equally good movies and i really enjoyed both the movies and spoiler alert i liked midsummer more than hereditary and yeah let's get on with it so i watched i started watching hereditary but i was finding it a bit boring <laughs> and what i did was i looked up i looked up what happens in the movie i looked up the plot of the movie and i watched this video which was like top 10 uh, most horrifying moments in the movie and then i watched the movie so for me the total suspense of everything it was gone but still i enjoyed the movie quite a bit uh but yeah i after i watched the movie i kind of wished like you know if i could go back and undo what i did i wish i didn't you know spoil the movie for myself it was it did have a slow start but when it got going it was really good and i mean although reading the plot would have been okay like still that would have been okay but watching the the that youtube video about you know the scary moments that was really a bad idea because i had like the entire time i was like okay now this is going to happen okay now that is going to happen although i hadn't watched the movie so yeah the entire suspense of the movie it was kind of ruined for me but what worked for me was the acting tony collette's acting it was simply amazing i mean the way okay so the thing is what happens is that the uh, the movie opens with this death in the family and then subsequently they like undergo another tragedy and the way tony collette's character like she 
what was she called annie yeah the way annie uh, i mean reacts to both the things i mean when the first thing happened she was really you know like calm put together she had that exterior but internally she was falling apart but still she had things together she had her shit together but when the second tragedy happened oh my god it was so heartbreaking like starting from the reveal to the you know the way she was handling things and the consequences of that tragedy uh it left me so heartbroken like it is something that can actually happen in your family like it's nothing to do with you know the supernatural or ghosts or anything like that but it was something so real the possibility of it is so high like it can happen to anyone at any time and the results of you know that kind of a tragedy happening it's awful it's worse than you know being haunted by ghosts or something or being chased by monsters like when something like that happens you lose the will to live like okay i'm going to give spoilers at this point of the uh, time in the episode because i mean that's how i roll you know so i'm i give out spoilers and i uh explain things in details and all that so when she loses her daughter she is like no i can't i can't go on anymore i i want to die and that part was so hard breaking and gut wrenching and i mean yeah i mean i am not a mom <laughs> i don't have kids but i do have family and i know the fear of you know missing family members i have lost a pet i have lost a family member in the past and the fear that you live with every day that you know you are going to you like something a freak accident might happen and you might lose someone or all of them in a moment and your life will be turned upside down and that is a real fear and that is more scary than something supernatural or paranormal happening so what happens in the movie is that uh, then she meets someone uh, who kind of introduces her to uh, the concept of seance seance means if you don't know what it means it means like calling the ghost of the deceased person in your family or whatever so she does that and the son he starts you know getting uh, all these uh, like he starts seeing things things start happening to him he starts getting haunted and the mom she is like losing it like she has lost all her screws at this point and she is like literally acting like a crazy woman and on top of that she has she had a history of you know like harming almost harming her children 
ड्यूरिंग स्लीप वॉकिंग एंड हर मॉम लाइक द ग्रैंड मदर शी हैड अ हिस्ट्री ऑफ डिसोसिएटिव आइडेंटिटी डिजॉर्डर सो यू डोंट नो इफ दिस इज समथिंग दैट इज एक्चुअली हैपनिंग और इट्स इन दर हेड सो इट माइट बी इन द फैमिली एंड द the name of the movie is literally hereditary so you don't know if it is what is being passed through the genes like is it mental illness that's happening or is it something else and the only person who kind of holds it all together during this time is the dad and he is kind of uh convinced that the mom has lost all her shit and she has gone crazy at this time and his instinct is to save the son and he tries to do that and he dies like it was like the thing is if i hadn't read what was going to happen it would have come as a shock to me but it didn't come as a shock because i knew what was going to happen but yeah it was like you know a cruel joke or something like that and the dad died and then things kind of got out of hand from there for some reason the mom got possessed by the demon paimon paimon let's call him paimon because that sounds you know cooler somehow and uh the possessed mom starts chasing the son around and then kind of decapitates herself and the son gets chased by naked people and he jumps out of a window and then he gets possessed by the demon and then he gets crowned and we find out that uh you know charlie she was actually the demon you know born uh in a girl's body and the demon was looking for a male body and now that the boy the uh, peter now that peter is finally you know like he has lost everything and he is broken in every sense of the word now he can properly possess him and he is crowned the king i mean if you take out the crazy cult demon part the movie is actually really good like you don't know what is happening what is real what is not and although i knew what was happening although i knew that everything that was happening it was actually happening in the like it was not in their head the demon was actually haunting them still i found you know questioning myself at times like what if what if this is just an allegory for uh, you know mental illness and all that like what if uh so one thing i would say like the re- uh, reason i would say it's good that i read about it first and then watched the movie because i kind of noticed all the easter eggs and all the uh signs and you know 
hidden meanings and all that in the movie so uh annie had a brother and apparently he, he had schizophrenia and he killed himself uh because okay i'm doing air quotes right now which you can't see obviously uh, because according to him his mother tried to put people in him so at that time it sounded it might have like to people it might have sounded you know uh like something sad like something only a mental patient can come up with but when you see what uh what is the name of the grandmother i don't remember the name of the grandmother what she was trying to do she was trying to actually find a vessel a male vessel for the demon paimon and she probably tried to use her son as a vessel and when that didn't work out the son killed himself so one reason why i am not totally mad that i spoiled myself before the movie is that you know i kind of caught on to all these uh, things and also one thing that i didn't really catch was the decapitation thing so the decapitation thing started with uh, charlie charlie is the daughter uh, cutting off the head of the dead pigeon uh, at a school and trying to attach it to a toy or something like that and so basically there needed to be three decapitations for the ritual to be complete for paimon to possess peter and that's why the decapitations happened i mean i thought charlie's decapitation was a freak accident like it just happened and it just happened to be decapitation because you know that would be the most that would have the most shock value in the movie but it actually had more meaning than that and the mom cutting off her head that also you know contributed to the ritual i thought that was also you know just gimmicky and it was i basically i didn't understand really but then i read uh, comments of people and all that and they were explaining that you know uh, it was part of the ritual the thing is the only thing i don't like is that it had a cult like i just wanted it to be you know more ambiguous like it had an ambiguous ending but still i wanted it to be something supernatural but i mean i don't know i wanted it to be a ghost <laughs> i didn't want cult you know like this big conspiracy thing that was going on i just wanted it to be this uh isolated family that just you know their inner demons kind of undid all of them and they died that kind of a story i was looking for i was not looking for something uh with that huge scope like you know all these people they were in on it they had this conspiracy theory of uh, uh like they had this conspiracy of uh summoning a demon and trapping him and 
I mean, what is even the point? The grandma, she died. I mean, the other people, I can understand, but the grandma, she literally died. And so now who is the head of the cult? And why go after this family only? Why can't they just, you know, take a random child, you know, adopt a random child and make that child a... vessel or something like that why does it have to be this family the grandma trying to make her family into paimon that makes sense because she is the head of the cult and she wants to wield that power you know if it is her family member people will uh, pay her more respect and people will the hierarchy will be maintained but if the grandma is dead already and the someone else you know who is not a part of the grandma's family is the head why would they want peter to be the vessel why won't they like why will they go to such extent for peter to become the vessel they could have just you know chosen someone else some other boy to become the vessel and also why the whole charlie thing so basically charlie was paimon and so did charlie uh was charlie born evil or was charlie turned evil after being born uh, by the grandma i have no idea but when the grandma was you know when the son was born the grandma was not allowed to see the son but when charlie was born the grandma was allowed to see charlie but at that point she had i mean at that point she could have turned the son into the vessel like she had contact with the son at that point she had access to the son she could have turned the son into the vessel at that point I don't know I don't know I'm just nitpicking too much anyway it was a good movie the ending was a little out there for me I'm not really when it comes to horror movies I I either want movies to be completely out there from the start or I just want movies if they start off more subdued more you know like terror instead of horror that kind of a stuff I want it to have more of a tamped down ambiguous that kind of an ending so that was that uh i mean i enjoyed watching the movie although i had spoiled it for myself so i'll give the movie a 4 out of 5 yeah and next is midsummer i don't know if i should you know talk about the movie in this episode or in a separate episode i think i should do a separate episode or chuck it i'll talk about it in this episode itself midsummer midsummer is although it's by the same director it's on the completely different end of the spectrum from this movie Midsummer it's about this friend group which has this swedish guy 
and he takes them to his uh, home community which is how do you say it commune commune anyway basically it's like a group of people living together uh, in the woods which sounds ominous i know uh so they are going there for the midsummer festival and one of them uh, they are all phd students i think one of them their thesis is to write about the midsummer thing the other guy he has no thesis like he hasn't decided what his thesis project is going to be and another guy who is basically the jerk of the group like every horror movie friend group has this jerk like who doesn't respect the rules of the uh, land and you know basically does dumb shit and gets killed the f- you know first chance they get and then there's this girl who is spoiler who will become the final girl in this movie uh she recently experienced you know a lot of trauma and her boyfriend is basically an asshole and so these group of people are going to uh sweden for the midsummer festival they go there things at first they seem uh normal as normal it can be you know men and women wearing white dresses and dancing around and doing weird rituals and stuff and what not they are given you know uh things with properties basically drugs and they are like too enthusiastic about taking them you know they are in a foreign area in the woods where they don't know anyone and still they are like you know it's a good idea to take drugs to take shrooms and what not anyway things start going wrong with the next ritual that they have two elder people they literally kill themselves by jumping off of a cliff uh two of the visitors they freak out they try to leave and then they quickly kind of disappear the girl final girl let's florence pew uh what what was her name danny let's call her final girl our final girl she is kind of you know like she is not really convinced that they actually left she is kind of weirded out by the entire thing she wants to leave but her asshole boyfriend is like okay i'll literally steal my friend's thesis topic and i'll do my thesis on the same topic and let's just stick around with the crazy people who you know like kill themselves when they turn old and the friend who had brought them to this place the friend who ah! okay <laughs> that was an appropriate 
Oh my god, that was my kitten. Uh, she kind of jumped up onto the bed. And she is sneezing right now. You can hear her. Oh my god. Uh, what was I talking about? Okay. Calm down. So yeah, basically weird shit starts happening. The guy who had brought them there, he, who's like communities, he kind of talks Danny into staying, and uh, basically people start dying, and yeah, weird things keep happening. So, I think I need to finish my episode here. I'll do a proper... Uh, okay. My cat is gone. Okay, let's let's jump into it. So, what happens is that at first, Danny wants to leave. But then, the guy, Pele, he kind of, you know talks Danny into staying he's like yeah my father also uh, my parents also you know dad you are upset because of that you need to confront that and all that stuff then this stupid guy the dumb guy of the group he pees on this ancestral tree and then he suspiciously disappears and no one gives a shit about that and then the guy who was doing the research the original guy who was doing the research on midsummer this thing he tries to illegally not illegally like yeah illegal in the community like anyway he tries to take pictures and gets killed and then uh two things simultaneously happen uh danny gets into the me queen comp- dance competition and one of the girls start hitting on danny's asshole boyfriend and the way it's done it's like okay i don't even want to talk about it it's this weird disgusting way which was obviously foreshadowed in the movie and I totally called, you know, like that was going to happen. I didn't know it was going to happen to whom, but I knew it was going to happen because there was an entire, you know, a minute or two of uh, like screen time showing the tapestry of illustrations showing how to make a love spell. And so basically, uh, the girl starts sitting on the guy. And the guy gets kind of gets drugged. The guy takes the drug. Like he at first he doesn't, you know, like say no to uh, having sex with the girl. But then he gets, you know, drugged a lot. And then there's this weird ritual in which they meet. 
and on the other hand danny she wins the competition becomes the may queen and does the harvest ritual thing whatever and then finds out what is happening and then there's this amazing amazing scene where danny is like you know she is hyperventilating she is screaming she is in pain she is having a panic attack and the women with her they are also mimicking the same thing like as if they are in pain to as if they are going through the same thing and it's kind of showing us how the boyfriend never let her grieve properly never gave her any kind of emotional support but here these twisted people like although they are, they are twisted and they kill people and do weird shit they have your back they let you grieve they let you feel your feelings and they are with you the entire time is that brainwashing i don't know cults they kind of tell you that you know like they take in broken people they take in people who are not doing that well in life and they give them hope they give the cults they give them hope they give them you know a will to live but in exchange for what in exchange for their sanity in exchange for their morals in exchange for their you know like they basically brainwash them into thinking that they're happy in life while they're making them do wild stuff to other people which danny ends up doing like she has to choose the last person for the sacrifice and she ends up choosing her asshole boyfriend and at the end at first she is traumatized but then she is happy is she really happy though is she really happy or is that just stockholm syndrome like if she hadn't end- ended up being the queen what would have happened to her would she have been one of the sacrifices or did they need her for you know fresh blood in the group in the cult or something like that what will happen to danny after this like she is the may queen for sure okay for now she has power to decide who gets to die and who doesn't get to die and all that but what about after this she is not the head of the cult she is literally an outsider who has been given this choice for a day what will happen to her will she end up another victim and even if she doesn't end up as a victim in i don't know 50 years like when she turns 72 she'll have to kill herself by jumping off of a cliff so is it really a happy ending like i saw that many people are saying okay this is a happy ending or this is you know a feminist movie and stuff like that and all that but this is how cults get people they show compassion when you really need it and they tell you that we are there for you but you need to do something for us in return and you feel compelled to do that something because they have been there for you 
and it's not about just feeling that compulsion to do something it's also about feeling you know oh they were here for me when i needed them but these other people were not so when they're say, telling me that these other people are really bad and i should kill them with a knife or something like that i think i should do that and that's how cults get you that's literally brainwashing so the people i mean even i thought you know that danny is happy and this is kind of you know justice and all that but i was thinking literally what was the fault of the guy what did he really do he didn't even actually cheat he was drugged although he had consented to having sex with the girl but in the moment he didn't in the moment he was drugged and he was being used like a i don't know how what to compare it to anyway so the guy was a victim too and just because you know you see the shiny surface or something doesn't mean that it's shiny all the way through it might be rotten inside and all that and danny after after such trauma and everything and all that she decided to cling to the good parts the so called good parts of the cult and you know she embraced what it means to be a full member of the society of the cult and she sacrificed her boyfriend for that did she do it consciously was she a victim as well i think so but i mean she was already in a very vulnerable position after her family's death and that too in such a horrific way she was you know very susceptible to falling for pelles manipulation and i think she is a victim i think she is a victim yeah i i don't know i don't have anything else to talk about this movie anyway i had a fun day watching all these movies you guys will have a fun time listening to this because of my shriek in between and my cat sneezing all the time i'll see you in the next one have a happy halloween have a scary halloween <laughs> bye